Hey, this is Carmine Peace, and you're listening to Sonic Perspectives. Cool. Sonic Perspectives. I'm Rodrigo, and my guest today is a living legend. From Vanilla Fudge, Cream, Blue Murder, Rod Stewart, King Cobra, and many other bands, Mr. Carmine Apice. Carmine, thank you for joining us. <laughs> How you doing, man? Good, good. Uh, we are here first and foremost to celebrate the legacy of Tim Bogart, who sadly left us on January this year. And what yes. a way to celebrate with the song Stop in the Name of Love, one of the last ones he played on, right? That's the last one he played on. He, uh, he was really ill when we started recording that. And uh, I said to the other guys, I said, we should get Tim on. We were going to do an album, you know, but COVID stopped it because yeah. we, we couldn't get into the studio after March of last year. And uh, so we had this song recorded. And I said, well, let's go get Tim on it. Mm-hmm. And then I did it January of 2020. There was no COVID yet. And we were going to figure... We'll get Tim to play on it. And then when we do some other tracks, we'll get him to play on another track or two. We didn't know how long it was going to last. I wanted to get him on at least one. So I put him on this one in L.A. just before the NAMM show. And, uh, and then the drums were messed up. And I, there was too much leakage of the organ and different things. So I had to put new drums on it. I didn't know where I was going to do that. So I ended up doing it in my studio here. This is where you are, where I am now. It's my studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I moved to Florida in June of last year, and I put the studio in there, and I started recording in it. And I finally got it to the point where I really liked the drum sound, and I got these old bass drums from my cactus days here. And basically, uh, I was ready to tackle the drums on, on that song. So I redid the drums. And then I did some other stuff to the track and worked on it. Then I gave it to my mixing guy and he mixed it. And then we analog, we sent it to analog and then back to digital. And now it sounds old school and classic, you know, and the arrangement came out great and the vocals are great. And somebody, I played it on the radio today, this morning, we played, you keep me hanging on. And then we played this and the DJ said, the guy singing, Mark Stein, he sounds the same. It's 55 years later. Right? <laughs> I said, I know. I said, He's amazing. got an amazing voice. Amazing voice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't experience the 60s, but I dare say that before Tim, bass players didn't have such a commanding stage presence. Am I right in saying that? That's right. Correct. Yeah. yeah Tim, I mean, Tim was one of, Tim had a lot of followers. Uh, his number one fan was Billy Sheehan. Billy Sheehan was his number one fan, and Billy, it was all about Tim, you know, and stage presence and all that stuff. You know? Yeah, 
I can tell he influenced someone else who played with you, uh, Tony Franklin, for example, right? Well, actually, he didn't influence Tony Franklin. That's what I thought as well. Mm. But it went down the line. Tim must have influenced other people that Tony listened to. You know? Maybe, yeah. It's like what happened with me and John Bonham with Tommy Lee. So Tommy <laughs> Lee doing something of mine, and he said he got it from John Bonham. And not until I took him to my house and showed him the Ed Sullivan show before Led Zeppelin ever came out when I was doing that stuff. And he couldn't believe that I did it first. So it's like that kind of thing, you know? Right. So Tim yeah. must influence someone that Tony listened to. I But see. Tony plays very similar to Tim, except not fretless. And I love Tony. Tony's my, you know, Tim and Tony and Phil Chen were like my three favorite bass players that I played with, you know? Right. And I love the video you guys did for Stop in the Name of Love. It was a nice tribute to, yes. to Tim. Uh, is was, there any yeah. plan to release new material at this point in time or not? Well, not right now because we don't have any. And we'd have to record. Mm. And I'm the only one that has a home studio. Right. So in order for Vanilla Fudge to record, we'd have to go into a proper studio. And with COVID and everything, that's not going to happen anytime soon because you know, me and Mark live in Florida. And Vinny and, and Pete live in Jersey, New Jersey, you know? So it's, you know, we have to either go there or they have to come here. And neither one of, you know, those guys want to go anywhere like that. I mean, I still have a, me and my wife have an apartment in New York City still. So, I mean, I could mm -hmm. go up there and record in New Jersey. I just have to rent a car. You know, so I don't have right. a car up there anymore. But, Logistics, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just lonely. You know, if they had studios in the house, Yeah. We could do everything like I've been doing with everybody. I've been sending stems. They send me stems. I play on it. I send it back. You know, I did uh, this uh, instrumental album with a guy named Fernando Podomo. Oh, yeah. He's uh, from Cuba. Yeah. And he, uh, we got an album called uh, A Peace Podomo Project, APP or App. And it's uh, Energy Overload, instrumental album. Yeah, I, I, I heard it. Sending him. Yeah. Oh, you heard it. I heard oh, you, it. You, you heard the single, right? I did. I heard the whole album. I have it. I How know it's not that? coming. Well, I got the promo copy. <laughs> it's, oh. the, it's the beauty of working for these websites. You know, you get... oh, yeah, so you got it from Cleopatra. Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. What'd you think of it? It's awesome. It's I, I mean, it's got... awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it you guys awesome. can tour. Is there any plan? In we, that? we will eventually. It's hard with this COVID thing, you know? Yeah. It's... You know, people don't even want to come out to tours. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, but it, it was so much fun working with him because he's got so much enthusiasm. He's 42 years old. He could be my son. I'm <laughs> <laughs> 30, 33 years older than him. And yeah. He always wanted me to play on something. And, and I just put up the studio and I said, well, this would be a good opportunity for me to learn how to work my studio. You know? So yeah, yeah. that's what I did. And I... Now we have 18 songs. We picked 12. We put them on this album. And we got six songs for a second album already. Oh, cool. You know? Cool. And, got to hear and, that. Uh, yeah. and we're going to do some more. And, and uh, we released the first song. Now we're working on a video for the, for the second song. That's going to come out when the album gets released on September 24th. Nice. You know? Nice. And, you know, he's younger. He's into all the internet and does all this stuff. And it's Facebook and, you know. Yeah. He, He said, man, I just got a, uh, the drummer from King Crimson just put us up on Facebook, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, mean, I don't do that. I don't watch Facebook, you know? 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't I don't go on 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 uh uh what's it called YouTube looking for new bands and stuff, you know? I mean right. Well, one side of the modern times that you embraced is the podcasting. I know you have a podcast with your brother. Yes, yes. Right? How's that going? Right after this, right after this, I got in one hour, I'll be on that podcast. Hanging and banging. <laughs> Hanging and banging. And yeah. this, this time we have Wadi Wachtel and and uh, I forgot the other guy, uh, big session guys. Now they got a band with Lee, Lee Slayer, who I played with on a few tracks on the, my Derringer Peace record. Nice. You know, and so, and I know Wadi since Vanilla Fudge was called The Pigeons in <laughs> 1966. That's how long I know him. Oh, so wow. that's going to be fun. Yeah. And then next week we got uh, Simon Phillips and Nico McGrain on. Oh, and wow. The week after that, we have John Five and Eddie from Twisted Sister and Fernando. You know, cool. We're going to put him on that show. An all star cast. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. a lot of fun. But I, you know, but, you know, I don't do anything but go on the show. And I'll do an ad. You know, we have people behind the scenes that do all the production and all the, you know, how to set it up and, and do the ads and put the ads together video-wise. Fair enough. Know, I'll just sit on my phone and do an ad. Hey, it's, next week I'm hanging and banging, you know, and I'll send uh -huh. it to them and they'll put, and they'll make it nice, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally yeah. different than doing like the Vanilla Fudge. I produced this track. You know, if I didn't get involved in producing it, it wouldn't be out now. Right. But I loved it. I loved it. And it was a, yeah. and I wanted to get Tim on it because we started our career with with uh, Vanilla Fudge doing You Keep Me Hanging Around Supreme song. That opened the book. And now to 2021, Tim on it, the original band that closed the book doing a Supreme song. And you know what? I don't know any other band from 1967 that did the latest recording, brand new, with four original members. Yes. Not I don't Who, know either. Yeah, that's... Not The Cream, not Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Not Stephenson Airplane, not The Doors, not Led Zeppelin. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did say Cream in the introduction. Did you play with Cream? Any kind of show? Yeah. Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, many times. Yeah. We play with everybody. We play with the Doors. We play with the Cream. We play with we play with the Who. Play with Hendrix. Play with Jefferson Airplane. So much history. And and you wrote a book a couple of years ago. I feel like, you know, your, your life is moving so fast. I feel like it it's almost a revision should be up soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else told me that. They said, you got to do another a part two of the book. Yeah. You know, and maybe leave all the sex stories out this time. <laughs> I don't mind those. You can keep them. <laughs> I know. I know. My, my writer said, leave them in there. People will like that. I said, yeah, I don't know. it kind of makes me look like a, you know, like a, a sex fiend. You know? <laughs> he said, you know what? All the middle-aged women are going to love it too. And now when I sell the book at gigs, I said, you know, this book is X-rated and they go, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. But yeah. I mean, yeah, if somebody what, else told me that. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. What I love about it is, you know, there's so many stories about bands you are part of. Ozzy Osbourne, Rod Stewart, the yeah. whole thing about King Cobra becoming the Bullet Boys. You had yeah. a lot of reasons to be angry about these scenarios, but you don't seem to hold any grudges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, you live in and other things that, that happen now, you know, where, where, you know, like going out with Robbie Krieger now, because everybody... Hmm. 
and his band is dead and, and the drummer is out of his mind, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's sad, you know. But yeah. we still got three out of four guys in the band, in the fudge, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, you do have a few dates uh, in the upcoming weeks. Yes. The live yeah. dates. And, and there's going to be more next year. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you I'm happy. I'm happy that, you know, two got blown out. But even with that, I'm going to have almost 20 shows, hopefully, by the end of the year done. Which, oh, wow. you know, last year I did none. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did four with my brother. <laughs> the last gig I did was in New York with my brother. The first gig I do is in New York with my brother. Oh, wow. And, and there's two dates for that as well, like in late September, right? Uh, with, with my with brother? Vinny. Yeah, with Vinny. Four. There's four dates. Four yeah. Dates. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, and, uh, so, you know, yeah. I'll be happy to play again. For sure. For sure. And uh, one of the things that Vanilla Fudge is famous for is how you, you used to tear apart pop songs and rebuild them into something completely unique. How did yes. that trend start? Well, it was a thing that was going on in New York and Long Island, especially. Mm. It started from the Rascals. And then it started with Leslie West and his band called The Vagrants. And they started slowing down songs and making what they call production numbers. Right. But we went one step further. Because we had better voices, we had better <laughs> musicians, except that Leslie was the best musician in the, in the Vagrants. And we had more voices, great singers. And, and what we did is we took the lyrics of the song and we, and we married them to the music. Like Keep Me Hanging On used to be, set me free, why don't you be? Get mm -hmm. You know, it was like hurting lyrics. If you're in that situation, you're hurting. Yeah. You know? So... So instead of, you know, doing it like that, we brought it down tempo when we get that emotion in it. Yeah. You know, Eleanor Rigby, we did the same thing. Eleanor Rigby, Season of the Witch, really eerie, you know. Yeah. People get ready. We made it like a gospel thing, you know, because it's yeah. a, like a churchy song. Yeah. You, know? no, you so, keep me hanging so, on, especially, you know, the vibe is a lot more fitting to the song, the version you yes. did than the original one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And same thing with the stop in the name of love, you know. Yeah. Uh, this morning I did a, I, think, I, I don't know if I said it to you or the one before you, but mm. this morning I did a, uh, an interview on live radio in uh, Connecticut as a morning show. And they played You Keep Hanging On. And then they played Stop in the Name of Love. And mm. the guy was freaking out. He said, the voice is the same. It's 55 <laughs> years later. He sounds exactly the same. Yeah, I said, I know Mark Stein is an incredible singer and the band, and he said, and the power of the band sounds exactly the same. And it sounds like the same band 55 years later. It does. So I said, and I said, well, you know what? What's really funny is we're the only band that did that. Another first. Nobody's done an album 55 years later, but all the members. Yeah. Yeah. And, and redid a song like that with a total rearrangement. I mean, all that music is original music. We wrote that music first, and then we realized that this, this lyric can fit into it, you know? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so. uh, my absolute favorite, favorite Vanilla Fudge song is You Keep Me Hanging On. Uh, and it was used oh. on so many movies. And so more many recently movies, yeah. on uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? Yeah. That, yeah. that quadrupled our royalties for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. And still going. Now it's only double. 
Yeah. But, but so, you know, you the think? writers of that song, Holland Doja Holland, yeah. they wrote that song. I, I saw them at, at an event and they came up to me and said, I just got to tell you, uh, we had so many people cover that song, but none of them covered them like Vanilla Fudge. You guys did the best cover of that song in the history of music. Hands down, hands down. And I said, wow, coming from the guys that wrote the song, that's like, I was really like excited about that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But what do you think filmmakers are so drawn to that song in particular? Well, because of the emotion, you know? Yeah. There yeah. ain't nothing I can do about I mean, you know, the way he sings it, you know? Yeah. When, he's, when we played it and sang it, you know, we, it was a one-take mono. One take, everything. We just did it. Seven and a half minutes that changed my life. Yeah. You know? And Mark Stein sang it with such conviction and emotion yeah. that it transferred. And the band played it with such power and dynamics. Yeah. It transferred that to everybody. And everybody loved it. Yeah. Those Ed Sullivan uh, videos, man, I showed them to my daughter. She was like mesmerized. She's seven years old. And she was like, whoa, that is so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I yeah. know those, those the, the first one especially yeah. was mind-boggling for the whole audience around the country. Yeah. Because all the bands that played on there, they used to go up and play. And we went up and just went bananas. Yeah. You know, <laughs> all spinning the sticks and Tim is going crazy, it looked like he's spastic and Mark's arms all yeah. yeah. But we're singing and playing great. You know, and it sounded great. We had our mixing guy in the uh control room. He couldn't, he wasn't allowed to touch anything but he was allowed to tell the engineers what to do that's right. why it sounded so good right uh so speaking a little bit about your other endeavors <clears throat> cactus yeah. put out a great album tight rope in april this yeah. year yeah we did yeah. unfortunately it just got bypassed because of covid mostly yeah you know, we put it out you know and we, we couldn't do any shows we got we do have three shows coming up and You know, I don't know what we're going to do. I, I'm afraid that, you know, the album got lost, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's It's other bands that went through the same. I mean, they released albums. They couldn't tour at all to promote yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't even know how many, how many units it sold. Yeah. I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was the best. I think it was one of the best Cactus albums we ever did. It was, yeah. yeah. And you get it from Cleopatra, so you heard it. Yes, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. Great song. Yeah. And, and Papa Like a Rolling Stone, we did that because Paul Warren played <laughs> on the original with the oh, Temptations wow. when he was oh. 17. So when we went on the road, we, we'd say to the audience, hey, we're going to do something that you might notice, but Paul, a new guitar player, he played on this song when he was 17. And by the time we finished the song, the place was going crazy. So when we went <laughs> to record, I said, we got to record this song. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, any chance of a follow-up to King Cobra, the two albums with the reverb? Yeah, we're working on one now. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, yeah. Cleopatra. Nice, nice. And, I mean, uh, the two albums with the reverb. The only problem lineup. is I don't have the guitar players. Both huh. Mick and, and David didn't want to do it because they said, uh, you know, it doesn't sell anything. We don't make any money. You know, the advances are crap i said yeah but dude you know we you created something yeah it's still going it's a legendary thing don't you want to feed it feed the legend 
you know? Yeah. I said, yeah, I'm not going to make a lot of money either. But, you know, <laughs> I just like creating music and and feeding what I created. It's like yeah. a plant. Keep, let it grow as much yeah. as it's going to grow. And, and, and now it doesn't grow in, in how many people buy it. It grows in time, you know? It's yeah. in space of time. You know, like Vanilla Fudge, who would think that when we started that, I'd be... I'd be 75 years old still talking about releasing a new song. Yeah. You know, I never yeah. knew that. I thought I'd be dead by now. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, with the lifestyle we left. But, yeah. you know, but they didn't want to do it. So we got Robert, uh, Rowan Robinson to play with Dio, to play one of the guitars. And I'm talking to Carlos Cavazzo from Quiet Riot. Oh, so nice. He said he might be interesting. So, yeah. and we got the original bass player, Johnny Rod. He's still with us. So it'd be me, Paul, Johnny, Rod, uh, uh, Carlos, and uh, and Rowan. So that's a pretty good lineup. Yeah, with King we, Cobra. We got eleven songs written, and I'm okay. waiting for my computer to come back because I got fried in a lightning storm here. My computer got fried, uh. and my focus right in one of my screens. So my brother, Minnie, he actually built me the system. So he rebuilt it and sent it back. I get it tomorrow. So once I get it back, and then I'm going to be able to hook it all back up and then I can start playing on some of the songs that we started writing with, with Paul and uh, it's going to come out next year. I nice. already talked to the, the owner, Brian from Cleopatra. I said, look, between COVID and lightning storm blowing up my computer, Paul got COVID he's healed up. You know, let's, uh, let's release this next year. Yeah. Uh, and at this stage in the game, are there any boxes you want to tick right from a recording standpoint, anyone you, you'd still want to work with or have you accomplished everything? I mean, yeah. No, nah, I got a live Jeff Beck BBA album coming out. So that takes care of me working with Jeff again. Oh, okay. That's coming out from 1974 live. Where I do a lot of singing and playing and seven new songs. And I mixed it a couple of years ago. And, nice. uh, hmm. you know, I got my uh, guitar Zeus. Have you heard that? Yes. You mean yeah, there's okay. a third one in the books or? No, this one is going to be a box set, 25th oh, okay. anniversary. One and two. Four, four LPs, all of it, four LPs with everything, uh, new tracks by Bumblefoot, new track with, uh, uh, that we never released with Tommy Thayer from Kiss, new track with Derek Sherinian playing keyboard like a guitar, new track oh. with my guy from Kodiak. He's playing awesome. on another track. And, and then tracks like with no vocals, no guitars, just me, Tony, and Kelly. Uh, well, new interviews for a booklet. And then a new uh, 8x10 photo with my new look autographed. You know, and a, and a Carmine logo necklace made of silver with, with a black chain and also a guitar's pick on it. Oh, so it's cool. a box set. It's going to be like $119 and you get all that. That's you know. good value. Yeah. 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 This can be in a box, a nice, beautiful box. And it's the yeah. 25th anniversary. It's been 25 years that I did that. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And the last band I wanted to ask you about is Blue Murder, which, you know, ended prematurely because of grunge. But uh, the fans yeah. always ask about a potential new album. What are the chances of that? Zero. 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 <laughs> Cannot get John to do anything. John, yeah. you know, he loved Blue Murder. We played together recently. Mm. We were going to go out and tour, but he had a different vision than we had, so we never did it. Uh, but we're still friends and everything, and he was going to go out and do that vision. I told him, when you're done with that and you want to do Blue Murder, let me know. 
You yeah. know, and Tony said the same thing. <laughs> and yeah. Tony's now playing with uh, Joe Bonamassa for some shows. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I love Tony and he, he's awesome. And, you know, unfortunately, there's nothing in the can. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing yeah. to do. The only thing, there's a bootleg from Japan where the band plays amazing. But uh, John would never release that because it doesn't sound great. Mm. You know, but it, it, again, it's another legacy that's going and we, yeah. we can't feed it, you know. Yeah, I but heard something. I was happy to be with it. I was happy to be with it because mm. it was an amazing band. Yeah. I heard somewhere that he's a little bit disenchanted with the state of the music business. He doesn't want to do oh, it. Totally. Yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, uh, yeah. he was, uh, he didn't like it back in, you know, when the grunge hit. He was so depressed because that, that's why our album didn't happen. Yeah. And the second Blue Murder, which I played on, didn't happen either because of that. You know, yeah. so then he didn't do anything. He went and yeah. played with Thin Lizzy for 15 years. And then he got out of Thin Lizzy in 2010 to do Blue Murder. We had yeah. gigs booked at festivals and everything, and then something happened to oh. him and the manager, and it all got blown out, and then that was the end of it. And now here we are 11 years later, still nothing. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, we created two great albums that people love, and people always ask me about Blue Murder. You know, and I was yeah. happy that I was part of it, and I was happy that, When we did play that, it lived. We we lived up to everybody's, you know, idea of what it would be and how good it would be, because it yeah. was good. Yeah, it was great. You know. It, yeah, it's a shame, really, because a lot of yeah, bands from that time were, you know, they returned in some yeah. sort of incarnation. And a lot of bands from that time couldn't play. Yeah. From the 80s. you know, it was all about the image. They couldn't play. Yeah. But this band had a great image, and we were players, man. We were killers. Absolutely. You know? John Sykes. I mean, I went after Blue Murder. I wanted to be in that band. You know, and I went to England when my brother Vinny played with Dio. I figured somebody there would know how to get a hold of him. And they did. And I went, I, I played with them. And John Sykes said to me, man, we play with everybody. You got so many drum fills. And it was magic. We played. It was magic. It's, you know, when you get certain personalities, Vanilla Fudge, BBA, Cactus, magic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Blue Murder was magic. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh, Carmine, we had like just under half an hour. Our time is up, but I want to thank you so much for your time and all the best with the new releases and upcoming shows. Thank you very much. No we'll see you next time. Thank you. Ciao, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. That's a wrap, everyone. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed this interview with Carmine Apis from Vanilla Fudge. The interview is available on many different platforms, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Also, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let's wrap it up with Vanilla Fudge's version of Stop in the Name of Love, the last song recorded by the late bassist Tim Bogart. Take care, and rock on!
Even seen it. 